The following is a member of the Burke Reviews podcast family. BurkeReviews.com Top five movies. Movies. Top five. Top five movies. Top five. Top five movies. Top five. Top five. Top five movies. Top five movies. Hey everybody, welcome to Top Five Movies. I'm John Burke, and with me this week, as always, Corey Starr. Hello, hello. And Michael Sanchez. Hello. And we are going to be talking about our top five. Uh, movies that feature real life couples um, they don't have to be married necessarily but they're movies that are uh, going to have actors and actresses who are together I guess I didn't even think about this because I'm such a, a dumb a dumb butt um, could have been uh, female and female or male and male I didn't even consider that like an idiot I didn't so. think about that either although to be fair all of the research I did not one of those ever came up so other people have apparently also not thought of that when because all I searched was couples so could have been fair game but internet failed me until just this moment when it occurred to me so apologies um but to be now we're gonna get the backlash yes uh so much but the blunt to be blunt uh it's this is inspired by emily blunt and john krasinski um who were just it was a bad pun but they were sharing (laughs) the big screen in their uh krasinski's directorial not debut his uh third feature film um, a Quiet Place, which is in theaters now that both Corey and I have seen, which is not unusual for me, but very unusual for Corey to see a movie on opening night. But she made an exception. Um, real quick, Corey, what'd you think of A Quiet Place? Um, I had very high expectations, and I loved it even more than I could have expected. And I want to see it again. <laughs> and Mike, I think you should see it in theaters. Yeah, well, I'll say that, and then, you know, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I do think the theatrical experience would be b- beneficial for this film. I also loved it, and our friend Matt, uh, who will be on next week's episode of Top 5 Movies with us, um, from whatiwatchtonight.co.uk, just saw it today, and also enjoyed it very, very much. I don't know if he loved it, but he enjoyed it very, very much. I will gladly say I loved it. I do want to see it a second time before I make this commitment, but I think it might be in my top 50 movies. Um it, it just did everything that I wanted it to do. Um, and I've made the comparison to, on my review, in my review, excuse me, um, that it there's some things that it, it reminds me of Signs, uh, but like a better version of Signs. Um, oh. Keeping in mind that I'm not a fan of Signs. So other people who love that movie may disagree with me. I am generally not a huge fan of that film. I found a lot of it cheesy, and uh, I didn't like the creature design in that movie. Um yeah, but uh, I very, very much like A Quiet Place. And because husband and wife in this movie play husband and wife, which was not a requirement for our list, but it inspired this list topic, the top five um, real-life couples in, in starring in a movie. So um, before we get into our list, uh, how's everybody been doing? Uh, long week. We talked about it off. But basically, it got rear-ended on Tuesday night. Mm. Uh, still upset about it, but thankfully everyone is okay. The car just needs fixed, and it was. <laughs> I, I posted on my story, and it's it, it, it. We talk about you know whenever we're at different places, and ever since the beginning of the year, it kind of felt like my school has been my home, and it, it really has. And 
some of these kids, some of the stuff they would send either via mail or just had at my desk just was really kind of funny. Mm. But the one that stuck out the most to me <laughs> was it was a handwritten note. And this kid, he's 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 so funny. He's pretty funny. I've got a bunch, uh, but the, the the one he wrote, it's kind of cool that you're not dead. <laughs> his name. And, I, and and he literally found me at lunch because he does drill practice at lunch. He's like, oh, I've been trying to find you because they didn't know when I'd be back. And uh, that one and then someone, um, <laughs> a picture of them emulating. And I guess they must have had a sub. So time allowed them to emulate. Is, is it the hash dart something? It's from SpongeBob. So I'm not really familiar. Ah, some sort of hash, the hash, hash slinging slasher. Thank you. That, uh-huh. That's it. And that just, I'm like, okay, that at least will get my mind off of these insurance adjuster meetings and doctor oh, visits and all man. that. So it's it's just, they, I don't know, they have their ways of, you know, it, it, it's, I can't really fully describe it. It's just, it's, that definitely made it so I wasn't nearly as mad. But. Yeah, it's amazing. As people often, when I tell them I'm a teacher, they give me the whole, um, Oh, I don't know how you do it. Kind of like, like as if we're doing something. I mean, I I won't say like it's not a, a challenging job at times, but the the students that I have are what make the job worthwhile. Why I accept the lower pay, um, because I, I get to meet some amazing kids that are going to be the, our future, and it so you know, a lot of them give me great hope for what can happen, and I only hope that schools across the country have similar feelings. But you know. Um, it, it, they, they definitely, I've noticed that when you're down or when you're feeling sick, like they're always among the people who want to make you feel better and it's they cool. Pick up on, they pick up on it. Even the jokers, even the ones that they are going to give you the hardest times, it's, you know, they, mm-hmm. they do. They do. And, and it's always great. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys are okay. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. I, Thanks. you know, we, we saw it, you, you let us know pretty quickly that it had happened and I was very shocked. Um, you know, I think I was in the uh, drive-through at Starbucks when you sent the message with the video of, of the damage, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Because I had just taken um, our editor uh, for BerkReviews.com, David, to pick up his car from the mechanic, and I was swinging in the Starbucks and heading over to his house um, because we were planning our Tribeca trip, which is happening in two weeks, um, and nice. we were trying to organize what movies we were going to see and whatnot, and that kind of killed my evening and um in a good way but at the same time like there's always so much to do and this week has felt like that every time i turn around there's like oh i have 100 things left to do okay i'll do two of them <laughs> 98 more to go and um and with 34 school days left on top of that yeah um is it really only that few like it feels that's like the number that's the it's flying and you know we're in, we're in what's the uh, we're in critical time because we got the end of end of year tests and yeah and I got time to cover everything and review it all so yep yeah it's it's that stressful time of year um but i'm gonna be taking you know four days off to head to new york uh to nice. watch a bunch of awesome movies um so but it's job related so there you it, are. it is and i am also uh this week i am at the florida film festival uh not as many days as i would nor- i did last year but i'm doing three days this year um i saw four four screenings yesterday I would have done five, but it, I was just, it just was a little stressful. So I am going to two tomorrow, including Tully, 
Uh, so I can't wait to see that. Um, all of my reviews are going to be up at BerkReviews.com for the Florida Film Festival. And Big Tuna is covering um, anything I don't see. He'll His reviews will show up on our site, too. So we'll have a lot of coverage of the festival. Um, I know, I think him and Brendan are at uh, Jackie Brown tonight with Pam Greer doing a QA. and a Oh, man. I, I know. How cool uh, would that have been? Are they doing that one? Facebook Live like they did... Um... Oh, you know what? I bet you they are. Um, I, I should check that out. Yeah, because I, I was really disappointed. They're also doing um, Ellen Burstyn uh, later in the week for Requiem <laughs> of a Dream, um, oh. which would be really cool to see on the big screen. But Yeah, it would. Um, but yeah, Florida Film Festival is live and, and kicking right now. Um, but yeah, uh, Corey, you got anything to say? Which, how's your week been? <laughs> um, I don't know, hectic, even more hectic than usual, so. Well, all right, don't talk too much, Corey, we're trying to move I'll along here. To. But, it's, hard to, it's, hard, it's hard to follow up film festivals. I know, and car accidents. <laughs> I had, you know, all my, my schoolwork and work, and then I baked cupcakes and did Ooh. other things on top of it, and I was like, yeah, guys, I made homemade chocolate cupcakes with Nutella frosting. Mm. They were pretty amazing. They were for my cousin's baby's first birthday. I am. I am quitting. I've. I've basically quit sugar. Although Friday and Sunday today have not been the best of the quitting of sugar because my daughter's birthday, Um, and there is cake present, and it is a lot harder to say no to it when it's there. And when I I make it a point every time that I bake that I don't keep it in my house because I do like sweets. Yeah. And I know I'm chicky, but I don't eat them as often as people probably assume I do. But when I bake and I like, like yesterday, I left all the cupcakes that were left there. Oh, don't you want to take some? No, I don't want to take any. Oh, I baked a cake for your birthday. You're keeping the whole thing. I'll get my pan next time. Or, you know, like. Oh, I, mm-hmm. okay. I thought you I told... just put it out on your front step. Like, <laughs> like your neighbor <laughs> children. Get it. You wild little neighbor children. <laughs> oh, what's that movie? What was the movie? Oh, man, with the police officer and then she bakes him a cake. Oh, oh. Uh, bridesmaids. bridesmaids. It's the baby. Okay, cookie. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, oh, no, the raccoons. That she leaves. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the animals. The just, raccoons get to it. Exactly I know that we talked about that movie so many times, but I love it so much, and I love that she like bakes just to make one cupcake for herself. Yeah. Like, and I love Chris O'Dowd. So I like, just I'm, love that's I'm, who it was. Yes. That's yeah, who it was. I'm yeah. always on board for that guy. Um, but uh, yeah. Um. Let's talk next week real quick before we get into today's list. Uh, we usually do next week for the end, but next week's a big episode. Um, last year, right before the summer movies started, um, we did a, our first ever summer movie draft. And Corey, Mike, and I drafted uh, five movies each that were going to be summer blockbusters that we would earn points based on uh, their box office and their Metacritic or their meta score from Metacritic. Um, used as a percentage to get us a certain amount of points. So basically we turned the meta score into a percent and multiply by their total. Uh, last year we did worldwide. This year we're going to just do domestic box office. And um, then we divide by a million to get the points to a reasonable number. So it's not like a hundred million points. It's only, um, you know, a hundred points or 10 points. And uh, I won quite, quite a lot by a lot. Uh, I think I had 1900 points and I think Corey had 12. So <laughs> I and won. we lost a lot. <laughs> we lost a lot. And they had, um, to watch, they had to watch Hudson Hawk. 
um, yeah. as a result. But, Which isn't as bad as I was expecting. I just feel like yeah. everybody needs to know. And that. to be fair, it's a movie I like, so I, I didn't go if for like it, something it, I hated. Yes, yeah. Yeah. you did. Yeah, it, it did get provided to us by you. So there correct. Was that. Yeah. So I, you know, I made sure I took care of you guys. I didn't just torture you. But this year we're adding two extra people. We're gonna have our friend Matt Hudson, um, as I already mentioned from What I Watched Tonight, and a uh, longtime personal friend and uh, podcaster Craig Seibert will be uh, joining us. Um, to make the draft a little more interesting, we'll have five people drafting, which means that some of the movies we have, we're not going to earn as many points unless people just pick badly. Um, you know, there's the obvious choices. We are starting uh, a little early, though, because the Avengers up their release date to the 27th. And so because of that, we decided to um, move this up. And uh, we're going to include Avengers in the summer movies, even though we last year did from May 1st to September 1st, anything that was released in that time was summer. So now we're doing April 27th to September 1st. Um, so just a little longer, but we had to include Avengers Infinity Wars into the summer draft because that movie's going to make a lot of money. Um, and so that's going to be next week's episode. So if you liked that episode last year, please get ready for it. Um, it's going to be a good one. We're going to kind of preview all the movies that are coming out this summer. And there is a lot, um, but yeah, I wanted to mention that episode. We'll be getting into it pretty quickly. And uh, lastly, before we get into today's top five, did you guys see the amazing news about Black Panther? Yeah. I said, wow, it's crazy how much it's made. And it's yeah. what, the number three now? Number three on domestic, which if you know me, I am not a fan of Titanic. And not that I think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it should have made as much money as it made. And while money does not equate quality... It definitely does in many people's mind. And so getting a movie that I actually like in the top three, um, although Avatar still sits there, uh, makes me very happy. Because we got Force Awakens and Black Panther in the top three now. Titanic falling down another notch. I'm excited. Maybe Infinity War can uh, pull those kind of numbers. Maybe not. But we'll see. Maybe Titanic will get out of the top five in the next couple of years. I love when you just rip on that movie <laughs> because I loved it so much when it came out and I saw it in theaters at downtown Disney I, I just feel like it's overrated I, I loved it I get amusement out of because every once in a while when I play music and a song happens to come on for I'll take their <laughs> suggestions and it, it was by suggestion it's just between that one and Bohemian Rhapsody or class stopping songs that there's definitely a certain group that has to join in and, and i'm okay with that <laughs> my classes are a little different sometimes no joke no doubt um and i do i like uh newfound glory's version of that song from that's, titanic that's so weird i just uh, that just came up on my playlist yesterday yeah i, I actually was just telling matt about those albums um songs for, uh from the screen, from the to, screen the to the stereo, the stereo. Yep. Uh, i love both of the newfound glory albums they cover uh very popular film songs and it's awesome so all right, I think we've stalled enough. Let's get in to our top five married couples. I'll be going, not married couples, sorry, top five real life couples in movies. Um, I'll be going first. Uh, Corey will be going second. Mike will be going third. Um, if you've never listened to the show before, we have made these lists in secret, and this is us revealing them. Uh, there is a good chance that we're going to have some overlap here, but um, what we always do um, before we start talking is Corey gives a spoiler warning. 
or not. Corey, are you there? Dang it! Yes, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Me and my mute oh, she was. I oh. was, like, going, too. I was, like, on my spiel. Um, if you don't want us to ruin these movies for you, you can go to BerkReviews.com and see each of our top five lists. Otherwise, you've been warmed, warned full steam ahead. Words. You've been warmed like a cupcake. Um, you've been warmed like a cupcake. You've been warmed like a, a, a recent adoptee from a pet shelter. <laughs> oh, no! And uh, the other thing that happens, Mike has a tendency to have obscure movies on his list, although I'm not sure that was an option this time around, although it might have been. But Corey and I like to wager how many of Mike's films we have seen. So, uh, I think I went first last time. So, Corey, what, how many do you think you've witnessed? Two. She went to... I'm going to go... I, like that might be high. We almost have this... Uh, it's either going to be one of us goes one and the other one will go two. But I'm going to go three to mix it up. I'm going to say I've seen three of his movies on his top five list. Let's see how that goes. Um, I'm going first. You guys ready? Yes. All right. So I picked That Thing You Do from 1996. And it was one I didn't even know had a couple in it because they're never on screen together. <gasps> but oh, Rita yeah, Wilson and Tom yeah. Hanks... Uh, Rita Wilson um, is the bartender that hits on Guy Patterson um, Marguerite in the movie and that thing you do uh, stars well is directed by uh, Tom Hanks and kind of stars him he's a major role it's really Guy's movie but nonetheless Um, so I was like oh well I I mean I talk about this movie a lot and it's one it's one I still love and I showed to my students this year for the first time a lot of them had never even heard of it Um, but when I was looking in my research, I came across oh. them as a couple. I was like, well, that's brilliant. I'm going to go with that thing you do. So they do not play a couple in the movie, but they are uh, a long-lasting Hollywood couple. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they are still together and have two children, mm-hmm. one who is functional and normal and one who's a little off from what I understand. But um, Colin, of course, being the one I'm referring to as functional and normal, I do not remember the name of the other, but he doesn't go by Hank's. He has like a different like stage name because I think he's a musician. Oh, the one that's a DJ. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh was, God. I was too he's kind. A he's yeah. a troubled one. Shouldn't have called him a musician, I guess, if he's a DJ. Sorry, All those DJ. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, you know who's. Um, I'm gonna hop in here and actually, I want to say that I struggled really hard with this list, like real hard. And before, uh, when I was reading your like, because you set up the list for us and like stipulations. I didn't know how I was going to make it, but then we kind of, you know, lessened the parameters. Yeah. Uh, and I actually have this as my number two. Oh, so you're jumping ahead here. Number two, that thing you do. And they've, I know that they were also in Sleepless in Seattle together. Yep. I, they frequently, and doesn't she play his sister in? I believe so. The one that? who he's like, he keeps asking about, or is like she's encouraging him to find somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. And isn't Colin in this too? In that thing you do. Yep, he plays the page that. Uh, oh. Guides the people. Liv Tyler. Yep. That, well, Liv oh, Tyler that's right. Prominent oh, yeah. because Liv Tyler walks up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. Yeah, just a couple of times. I mean. And maybe the DJ son is somewhere hidden in the audience. I don't. I know. don't think so. He's kind of <laughs> deranged. I think. Oh no. Yeah. I, the, I feel like. I don't think by Tom's choice. Though. I think Tom tries no, to be right a good dad, but the guy. Uh, well, I mean, it's Tom Hanks. Good guy. Yeah. Tom Hanks. I mean, that's the thing I why this this probably should be number one just because they are like the epitome of an awesome couple. Um, but I, I went number five. Um, 
I am just for no particular. Dis- I disappoint that I don't have it and it didn't register. And I when well, you know what it is is because uh, I've shown this because there were a few times uh, I forget when, but, but kids were coming in my room during lunch, and now they can't. And so during lunch I would run stuff that's pretty friendly, and this is a pretty friend, you know, except oh, for yeah. a couple of uh, pr- profanity drops. Very, there's nothing really objectionable in it. Nope. Um, and so, and they, they're like, "What is this?" They kind of pick up on it, and they're not sure because a lot of them hadn't <sighs> seen. It. I was shocked. I that I'd never seen Back to the Future. But, yeah, that one's harder to show randomly though. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching that as an adult. Um, that also, I was just realizing when you said that you showed this to your kids and they've never seen it, guys. This movie is older than your kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they haven't seen it. Oh, I no. know, but it's very unlikely. Well, it it doesn't uh, I mean, help. It doesn't help, but um, it's nice though that that we can show them and then they come out knowing and liking it. Yeah, but, Either those that love it or they won't, and most of them usually click with it. I do feel like this movie though has an obscure following. It's not as mainstream as it should have been, considering the cast. Um, I mean, a lot of this cast. I, I just saw Lean on Pete last night. Steve Zahn has a small part in it. Um, <laughs> you know, and you have you know Liv Tyler, and you have. I mean, Thomas Thomas Everett Scott doesn't have a huge career after this, and I, I blame American Werewolf in Paris. I think that was the uh, the downward trajectory yeah. uh, for him, because um, this movie looked like he was going to be a superstar, and he still does stuff. I mean, he showed up in La La Land. He was the the dad in the last uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie, although that movie did not do well compared to its predecessors that had Steve Zahn playing the dad in the other ones. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but. Um, He's also he was in oh um oh man the movie you guys love he was in a recent movie La though. La Land I, I mentioned La La Land Corey oh I'm sorry God hear the things I'm saying <laughs> you am fired oh I was like Diary of a Wimpy Kid he, he was in a movie I saw at South by um that I'm not gonna remember the name of right now but it was oh. really good and he wasn't the lead but he was playing a kind of a not so great guy but not a bad guy either it's kind of the premise of the film but um. But yeah, that thing you do is a, a really solid movie. Made both Corey, Corey's number two, my number five, um, and we're gonna go into Corey's number five uh, to hear what she's got. Okay, I'm going to. I'm switching my four and my five because I don't know if this one should actually count since once a musician mm. and acted in the movie in a very small part. But I chose Dave Piner and went on a writer from Reality Bite. That's nice. a, what a good pool. Golly, and people... For, mm, go, go on, go on. <laughs> um, I love Soul Asylum, and I don't know if you guys know about the Summerland tour that Everclear does like every year, and they get together all these bands that I love from the 90s, and they tour, and I actually got to see Soul Asylum, I think, two years ago when they came through town, and that was a dream come true. But um, I think that he got this part because they were dating, and... Uh, He's just one of um, Troy's band members that's sitting on the couch with his sad little wannabe dreads. And hmm. I, I think he has a one-liner, but like I said, hey, I no, have a reach for That's a uh, good pull. Him. I don't think it's reaching. If anything, that's more impressive. I think all of mine are going to be more expected and w- well-known couples because I was having a hard time of thinking. Like, I guess I thought I knew celebrity gossip more than I know celebrity gossip. I, I guess that's what... 
Same. And I know that, like, a lot of the celebrity gossip I know is from when I was younger. And my mom always read, like, The Inquirer and People Magazine and Us Magazine. And she, like, never read books when I was... She doesn't read books. But she loved magazines. So I... You know what I mean? And I'm, like, the kind of person that has to read everything that's kind of around me. Mm -hmm. And I just realized my number four now also has a musician. So I didn't win anything by doing that. But And the other thing, I... I limited myself to um, I wanted them to be a couple before the movie that I picked, so like I if, it had to be. Well, I, I think I said that, but I, I also said that's not really a rule because I was trying to. I, I don't. We kind of interpret the the themes and topics, and I. I mean, let's be real. If one of us cheats, we're only cheating the, to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no stakes uh-huh. here. Um, so if somebody did do that, there's no penalty or no one's getting fired or anything crazy. It's it's meant for fun. Um, but I like to limit myself to that because I, I wanted it to be not they were couples after because like there are sometimes where they become couples. In fact, I just thought well, it's not on my list, but I don't want to say in case it's on one of your list um, where like they become couples right after the movie's over or like maybe it was like a secret during filming. But then later it's revealed that they're a couple. And so that's a gray area. And I, I didn't want to get into that. So I just left it all off the table. But um, that that's one I didn't even know about with Winona Ryder, and I've seen Reality Bites. Um, so I say, like Mike said, uh, great pull. Well, not everybody knows. I mean, I know I love Winona Ryder, so I know that she had this affinity um, for. I'm sorry. Bad boys. No um, <laughs> musicians. She was huge. Paul Westerberg. And so from that, I, I know I know there's a story um, about that, but so oh, with uh, others? No, but well, uh, it's lost. It, yeah, you know if it comes to you, we'll come. It. I've, I'm finding myself since Tuesday having some weird little memory things oh. and being distracted a whole lot more than, like you know, I'm, I'm kind of squirrely. Mm. Uh, sometimes, and my kids know it. So that that I, I've had for a long time. Where I'm like, oh, shiny. Um, but anyway, well, um, let's get on this runaway train and head to Mike's Oh my lord! Number five. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the I know, jokes, I know guys. The jokes. You're shooting for segues, but it's like, it's like you're. It's like you're Oh, not Paul oh. Blart. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell, okay, scene, since you do that, I'll have to tell you because I have mine. Someone did, and one of my classes did something, and they're female, and I was like, ah, oh, you're like my you're like my velociraptor. And they kind of looked at me and said, clever girl. <laughs> and they, uh, they shook their head, so. It's the dad jokes, man. I can't help them. Uh, it's, it's bad. It, it, I, I got to do it. I have, I have, that, that's one of my added features. All right, so it's me, right? Yes, sir. So. I'm prefacing, prefacing all my lists with the uh, assertion that it was difficult to narrow down to five, let alone even get five couples that work together on film. Um, partially because this is a pretty niche category, and somehow I managed, though I get a feeling that some of the other couples will pop up on my list just afterthoughts later. Uh, my um, first couple is from a film we've mentioned before, um, it, it, I'll, I gotta be honest I'm not really a fan of one of them but I picked them anyway uh, from 1999 
Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe and Cruel Intentions. I considered this one. Yeah, well, and they got married, and you know, this may, my pick mainly revolves around Reese Witherspoon and uh, who, like a few of the previously aforementioned actresses, can do no wrong in my book, and I forgive her a lot, even the fact that she dated and eventually married Ryan Philippe. You know, well, they didn't last sadly. Um, and to be honest, it's it's. I feel that Cruel Intentions worked because of their off-screen relationship because mm. I mean one of the pivotal points between it and and honestly if you're going to watch this you may as well watch Dangerous Liaisons because that's where it was based from and that's my number five pick well, you know you mentioned that chemistry thing and I in my review of A Quiet Place I said something similar that I think it was a smart move with Krasinski picking Blunt um, assuming he, he just made that decision of course but um, because their chemistry is so natural that they don't have to do a whole lot of setup to, to believe that they love each other because they do. And it's, it's on screen. Like you see their, their love. And, uh, it's, I think a, maybe why some relationships form from acting together, obviously, you know, that closeness and that intimacy that they have. And then, you know, but it's nice when they last, um, you know, it is. that, it, you know, it does, cause that's the downside, like you said with them, that they're not together anymore, which I mean, hopefully that's for the best. Both, hopefully both parties are content with that, that, direction they went in or whatever but um it definitely affects the performances and it's uh it's cool to see it um both like when you can see it in the movie and it's cool when you hear the positive stories like tom hanks and rita wilson where it seems like yeah they're they're meant for each other they've been together for a long time although i don't think they've been an on-screen couple um in anything just they've been in the same movies together but net ne- nepotism at its worst oh yeah well, my uh, they're okay. I forgive them for that. Yeah, for sure, because they're they seem so great. Um, they also collaborated on uh, producing, um, my big fat Greek wedding two, I think, or maybe the first one. I don't know. They were involved with as production people for the first first or second. My next one is a younger couple who's no longer together, unfortunately. Um, but I think uh they were a lot of fun during this particular film, not necessarily even in the film itself, although I do like parts of this movie, but they were very, very um, successful uh, promoting the movie, like being the characters almost off off camera, but in front of, you know, paparazzi camera. And it's the amazing Spider-Man from 2012 with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, um, who were together for the, f- I think all of the first movie, I think they might have broke up during the second film, uh, maybe because she saw like the dailies and was like disgusted at how bad it was. But uh, the first movie, I really like. Um, I don't love every aspect, but I liked Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker, even though they made him a little too cool, um, like his he was a skateboarder and stuff. But um, I thought their chemistry was very natural. I really liked them together, and they off the films they were constantly in the paparazzi together and they were always doing really fun things uh like kind of mocking the paparazzi at times and i remember being like that was one of the few times where i was really really like every time celebrity gossip about them was out i was like reading articles and seeing things because i was into this i wanted the new spider-man because i was so 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 upset with spider-man 3 that i was really ready for andrew garfield to steal the show and become the spider-man um although i quickly turned on him when tom holland showed up but nonetheless this is my number four. <laughs> no, I haven't seen this. Ah, uh, well. What? Wow. She doesn't really like the comic book movie so much, so 
It's not that surprising. And I liked the first trilogy, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get rocks thrown at me. No, other people Is that feel the same. Even way. part three. Um, I can't remember. You can't. Does like that part three. have? I remember seeing the first one and the second one in theaters, but I, the third one, I'm trying to remember. Has Venom kind of with Topher Grace, and it has Sandman with um. The guy from oh. Sideways that I can't wings. think of his name. Yeah. Wing. I always think Wings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's forgettable okay. in that performance too. So. And it has the second Green Goblin. Yeah. It it had you know it just had too much going on. It and did. the dancing. Yeah, and emo Spider Man or emo Peter Parker. <laughs> emo to- Tobey not, Maguire. Really. Not pleasant. Um, did not it enjoy was him, it. Him predicting what his life would be right now. Oof, wow, that went over like a. Yep. Yeah, sorry yeah. guys. It's all good, but that's my number four. Uh, let's move in. Unless Mike, you didn't say anything about Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. No comments. Um, I was that showed up in the research, and I'm like, I want to, but there are other couples that I could pick, and I was kind of surprised when I saw her name. Then I was like, maybe she, she and Ryan Gosling. I. Yeah, I keep feeling they worked, think. They worked on, on I, they, well, on La La Land, I didn't realize they worked on another one before. Three. Prior. Crazy Stupid Love. Jeez, oh no, gosh, no, you're Stupid forgetting oh. was, no. Uh, Gangster Squad, I think, oh is the other. But weren't they in Crazy That's Stupid Love? Oh, they are. I said three movies. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying. No, I was saying hmm. there's there's others. Um, and I'm yeah. sorry, Eva Mendez is beautiful, and I'm sure they're a great couple, but, you know. Chief to me, except for the other guys, and maybe one other that escapes my mind, Please is be on the, the kiss is the kiss of death for movies for me. And she is beautiful. I just usually when she's in something, it is it, it's like uh, Anthony Anderson starring in a TV series. Usually, it's the kiss of death. <laughs> oh, I mean, I apologize. No, I feel bad. He's great. He's or whatever her name is. He's, he's really great, but uh, he and TV shows don't usually get along. So, that's not untrue. Uh, um, I feel badly saying that. I just feel. I I don't think he's a lead character. That's I think his his problem. I think he's a he's a character actor. He should be small doses and then move to the next person. But no offense to Anthony Anderson. Um, yeah, sorry, dude. Sorry, man. Emma Stone like and Andrew Garfield. I'm a fan of like off screen. I I tend to actually if they're in something also they're it's a they're a pull for me so when they were like a couple to me it was a power couple like i'm like oh my gosh they're a real life couple and they're playing peter parker and gwen stacy i'm so in um although i still question them not making her mary jay with her being a natural redhead <laughs> like i mean it uh, is i thought she's not a natural redhead she's a blonde they dyed her hair wasn't really Bryce yeah Dallas howard in she was, um, yeah, she, she's in Spider-Man 3. No, I thought she was in Spider-Man 3. Oh, wait, no. I know what you're talking about, but that was, I think, um, Shailene Woodley was cut from The Amazing Spider-Man. From, okay, that's the next one, and then Bryce Dallas Howard from the other. Okay, I yeah. got you. I, I, I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard played uh, Gwen Stacy, though, in n- number 3. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm fairly confident she was Topher Grace's girlfriend in Spider-Man 3. Eddie Brock's girlfriend, sorry, to be more accurate. Um, all right, let's. that's enough of my number four. Let's move on to Corey's number four. Okay, guys, so this was my number five. And I don't necessarily like the musician that's in this, but I went with Rose McGowan and Marilyn Manson from Jawbreaker in 1999. Mm. Wow, that, wow. That's Wait, good. okay, Most, I, I'm yes. sorry, I've seen Jawbreaker, 
but it's been a long he's time. He's the guy mm-hmm. that she brings home to the friend's house to sleep in the bed. Oh wow! Okay, I did I did not I realize that. Yeah, he's very blinking. You miss yeah, him. he's like t- ten seconds. I am mostly just very curious how he gets all of these beautiful women. I'm <laughs> just you know, <laughs> Didavon, please. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree. I concur. Rachel Watch Evan Wood. The missiles. <laughs> wow, yeah. really? He was with Rachel Evan Wood, too? Yeah, yes. for a long well, time. They were engaged. There, well, that's a whole... If, yeah. Well, and then stuff has come up recently with oh. that, though. And the things that you hear about that he does with these women, too, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how? I don't know. Mm. We'll so. just leave it at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that people can find it if they want to. Google. But... Uh, uh, are you a fan of Jawbreaker? I yes. love Jawbreaker. Oh, me or... <laughs> uh, well, you. It's your pick. But, I mean, Mike can talk to you. <laughs> okay. I am. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, well, somebody talk, for the love of goodness. <laughs> I just... I, these these are picks that, you know, I forget about. And so there we are. This was tough for the net. This was a tough assignment. Can it was get, very tough. Well, I like... Can we get extra time for- I like that, Corey, um, you've pulled movies where the the guys are barely in it, which is... (laughs) No, no. I mean it, like, because that's way harder to remember. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have even thought about either of those, like, cameo-type performances um, just because, like, they're not prompt. Like, both of mine... Well, I guess Rita's a cameo, but I I found that one kind of on accident where... Like Amazing Spider-Man, the, they're the couple in the movie. They're at center for the whole. Their love story is a major arc in the film. So, you know, and they were also a couple, but it was they're both in it a lot. Where yours are much easier to forget to even think to include on the list. So, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, well, if we got nothing to add about that relationship or that movie, let's go to Mike's number four. Um, the, this number four pick. For me, it was a no-brainer. It was one of that came right away, and it kind of breaks the rules because I don't think they were. I think they became a couple maybe shortly thereafter. But there we are. Um, my number four was Courtney Cox and David Arquette in the original and then subsequent entries for Scream. It, for me, it almost seems as if we see the moments on screen where they start to click and move into another step in their relationship, not just on screen, but like in real life. It seemed like to me. And it, it it worked, and I, I actually just watched it again today for part of the day, and I think that's part of why it jumped onto my list. Um, it, it, Scream was just an unusual horror flick at the time. It not only included the horror elephant. Um, elephant? Yeah. Element. <laughs> I am really... I promise you I didn't take my meds today, because... I, 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 my kids, my kids during... On Friday, when I went back, and I had taken it at 8 in the morning... You know, because it's supposed to be one every eight hours. I was like, I looked up, and at lunchtime, I looked at the teachers. I'm like, I'm feeling like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like, draw us a doodle. We want to see what you draw like when you're on, under the influence. <laughs> and, oh, and the man. kids were like, do you need to take a nap? Well, I'll take a nap, too, if you want. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it had the horror elements. You know, but also relationships between the leads, the side characters, one and one another, and you know, it's it's very sad to me we won't see another one like this from Wes Craven. Yeah, and, me too. But that he came back from. The, I mean, this was this collaboration between Kevin Williamson and himself just worked, and I feel it still works. 
Yeah. Well, I will jump in because I also have this selection on my top five. It is my number two, and I cheated in a different way. I put Scream 2 through 4 um, and didn't include Scream 1 because that's where I think they started dating, like you said. Um, but I really did want to include Scream because Scream is my favorite of the four. And I just recently watched 4 and I actually, for a second, had forgotten that I watched it. I just realized that I did see 4. Um, it's that forgettable, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, And I only saw 3 once in the theater and I remember being very, very mad. Um, when I saw it, so I've not bothered to rewatch it. But uh, I, I, I was a Courtney Cox fan from Friends, and I was happy when they were together. And you got to be honest too, like David Arquette was like batting way above his average. You know what I mean? Like getting Courtney Cox was that dude's. I mean, I'm trying to be nice, but he was out of his league, and it didn't last. I think as a result, um, but they lasted for a while if I remember correctly. They even did, like... I think they did some commercials for, like, Coca-Cola or something at some point. But I'm a big fan of the Scream franchise, and I liked Courtney Cox and David Arquette together, so they had to be on my list. They're my number two uh, couple on screen. I just... Well, I'm talking about the first one, but I remember when that movie came out and how much... I don't know. And even now, I think it's such a smart film because I rewatched it, oh, yeah. I think, like a year or two ago, and it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great it's just movie. So good. What happened to Nev? <laughs> she just kind of. She is in the new uh, Dwayne Johnson film this summer called Skyscraper. Um, oh. She's playing mm-hmm. his wife. You know what? The trailer really. The trailer actually. I thought it was either going to be something like The Towering Inferno or a Die Hard rehab. I guess it could be sort of like that. It's it then, reminds me of Die Hard meets um, uh, the Snowpiercer. Okay. Snowpiercer. Because it's okay, I a the there's like a whole city built into this tower, and that's the problem. Because whenever you encase everything in something, it's problematic. You know, things go wrong. Everybody's doomed. What so, is? And that makes me think of that Daybreakers movie where all of the rich, wealthy vampires get to live in this building and. Mm. they're like trying to keep all the you know not rich people out there's also a uh, Tom Hiddleston film called High Rise uh, where it's very similar to that premise as well although this one looks much more action oriented High Rise is more drama like sci-fi kind of experience but um, yeah because there's the scene in the trailer where Dwayne Johnson jumps from a uh, crane to the the tower and his oh he's also has a uh, fake leg um, a prosthetic leg, to be more accurate, and oh. that's going to yep, play a factor. Yep, that's a plot point. Yeah, yep. I forgot about that part. But uh, yeah, Nev Campbell's in that, so there you go, Corey. Answered a question. Okay. Um. Perfect. All right, so that's Mike's number four, and it's my number two for Scream, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. Uh, let's move into my number three, and Mike, I would be surprised if this one's not on your list, um, as we are both fans of this person. I went with uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from two thousand one. Um, where we have Kevin Smith playing Silent Bob, and his wife Jennifer Schwalbach plays one of the uh, the robbers. Um, um, I, just, I gotta do a sound. That's that. Price is right. I'm uh, sorry, not on my list. I did ah. let your daughter know she and Jennifer Schwalbach have the same birthday. They do. I saw that on Instagram. Kevin posted a picture with him and his wife holding hands. Something that yeah, you don't see them. You don't see her much on his Instagram. No. Mm-mm. Um. But yeah, uh, 
I, I'm a fan of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I think it's a lot of fun, especially if you're a fan of his other movies, because there's a lot of references to his other films, which is, you know, it's it's a little silly to, to write a movie that references your other movies. But um, I, I don't know. I really enjoy Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, there is a lot more. They're on screen together quite a bit, although I don't think they interact very much. Um, you know, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think he kind of wrote her character to be a lesbian. Uh, who appears to be in a relationship with Allie Larder's character, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Although that could be argued that the whole group is supposed to be lesbians or bisexual or who knows. It's Kevin Smith. I don't know if he Chris- was going for anything deep, necessarily. Chris- Chrissy, Sissy, Missy, and Jesse? Yes. Yeah. Um, and they don't even fit the rhyme scheme. But um, I, I didn't realize when I saw the film that it was his wife. In fact, young Harley also makes her debut on camera as... Uh, baby J, I believe, at the beginning of the film, um, because they have uh, ba- Baby J and ba- Baby Silent Bob meet each other, and uh, I believe Harley is J in that scene. I could be wrong; it might be that she was Bob, but I feel like she was J. But, um, but yeah, so they're uh, they're still married. Um, makes me happy to hear things like that. They met yep. wh- while he was filming Dogma. She was a reporter and interviewed him, um, and then he brought her on to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So. That's my number three. And I, I, I really like, you know, I'm a fan of him, and I just the that the if anything ever happened in this, oh, this is dangerous because it's happened before. Um, you know, that would be just heartbreaking. Because, Me too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I I like Kevin a lot. I don't love all of his work. Um. But that doesn't mean I don't like the guy. I'm a big fan of him. He's been uh, hard. I would hard to be to say he's not maybe one of the most inspiring people uh, to me. I think a lot of the things that I am, including this podcast, he is a major part of why I do what I do. And um, while I don't like his more recent, most recent film, I actually do like Tusk. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of Red State. I even like moments of Cop Out. Um, but I, I cannot and will not ever like Yoga Hosers. Um, even though I wanted to, I, I, di- I did not. And, uh, you know, I, I am a big fan of him. And from what I know of Jen, I'm a fan of her. I, I You know, I like them together. Um, and so, yeah, that's why it's on my list. All right. Let's move into Corey's number three. What do you got, Corey? Okay. My number three, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but um, kind of the same thing, but longer. Um, I'm going with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell from Overboard, mm. um, which the movie is ridiculous, and now they're remaking it, which, why is that even necessary? I like you, Anna Ferris, but come on. Well, they did flip um, the roles. The, yeah, we're, yes, go ahead. I was The, the female is the uh, one who manipulates the rich man rather than the rich woman getting losing her memory and then being um you know kind of taken advantage of by the man so that's what hollywood is doing nowadays just so you all know what's happening um they're just flipping oh it was all male roles now it's all female or whatever um but i like that they have been together longer than i've been alive and i love that they're they're rebels like they never got married they're still together still happy um have children and we still see him acting and stuff but i feel like i haven't seen her in a little while but um oh go ahead it's goldie hawn right yeah goldie hawn she was in snatched 
last year, actually, which was her oh, return. Oh, that's right, which I didn't see. And you don't have to, but yeah, um, it was her return after I think like eight years or something where she hadn't Holy done a movie. Um, and I don't, I feel like she might be doing something else now. Uh, she's listed as the narrator in SPF 18 and then another movie that doesn't have a release date, Divination. But yeah, she was in Snatched last year and then it was, uh, oh, longer than eight years. I'm sorry. 2002 was her last film. So from, uh, what, 15 years, 15 years. So long, long hiatus. Um, but I'll be honest though. While the movie's not great, she was fine. Like she, she did a good job. It was just the movie was kind of meh, but, um, I, I gotta confess though, I, I'm a fan of both. Well, I'm a fan of Kurt Russell for sure. Um, I've not seen Overboard though. Hmm. Not what? Yeah, I don't. I I I. It's crazy because my mom was a big fan of Goldie Hawn. I feel like yeah. So I might have saw it when I was a kid and just don't remember it. Um, I mean, I, I know the premise, but I've definitely not sat and watched it. Uh, where it's in my brain, like I do not recall it. So, um. I am probably going to see the Anna Ferris one though, but maybe I'll watch the old one to compare. I'm not sure, but I that's, like you should. that's why it's, they're not on my list though. Cause I hadn't seen the movie and it's not fair to put a movie on the list if I haven't seen it. So, um, Mike, did this one make your list? I, I will admit it did not. I felt it was, it was not me to pick it. Uh, although that was one of my youth group films. Um, uh, that we, I don't know how, between that one, Platoon, and Top Gun, was heavily rota- <laughs> heavy rotation in our youth group. Is that not insane? Yeah, Platoon my is My youth pastor, weird. my youth pa- well, he was a Vietnam vet. And so, it was just one... I, anyway, Overboard was one of them, and I'm like, whoa. That's, that's such that's, an interesting mix of movies, too. Yes, it is, isn't it? Top Gun. Yeah. Those were heavy. If we weren't watching those or, you know, uh, hanging out together on the beach playing volleyball after group meeting, because we always did Friday night, it was really cool. And, yeah, that's just, that was one. And we watched that like crazy. And there's definitely some parts in there were like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And what I what I know about Overboard, it's it's a movie that's supposed to be pretty messed up as far as like what it says about like the way he he treats a woman, you know, like that it's right. it's pretty dark, especially now um, with you know the the culture shift that we needed for a long time. Um, but it's definitely a solid pick, and I didn't it's in, I didn't know they were still together, so that's pretty awesome that they've had such a long relationship. So mm-hmm. I can't remember i couldn't find when they first got together but they first met in like 1968 or something oh wow I think they're working on like 40 that's, years though together that yeah just, that's just so cool to me because just you don't see that <laughs> do they have famous children um uh kate hudson, hudson. okay okay mm-hmm. so where does the hudson come from though I think that that is her daughter, maybe before him, but okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, um, they've. Sorry, they've been together since 1983, but they met in 1968. Okay, well, they and might I have think... been like you know romantically attracted, but maybe she was with one of the Hudson brothers, um, which is I do believe who Kate's dad is. Uh, that's why I asked. I knew Kate like didn't have Russell in her name, um, mm-hmm. but okay. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Corey's number three is Overboard. 
uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Mike, what is your number three? My number three, and I've raved about this one recently online a lot. I've mentioned it on this podcast a lot. It's been my new, one of my new go-to must-watch every time it's on films. Uh, 2017's Gifted with Jenny mm. Slate and Chris Evans. There are a couple of scenes between oh. them where it's readily apparent that uh, Evans' character, Frank Adler, just he gazes at her, and especially at the end, this gaze that it's like... If he was acting, I mean, it's just so natural. Uh, and you can just see the adoration coming that he's sending towards Jenny Slate's character, his niece's teacher at the regular school. Uh, Gifted, for me, worked all around Octavia Spencer. I cannot remember the mom's name, uh, the grandma's name. But uh, Chris Evans, McKenna McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace is just... um, I follow her on Instagram. I know that's weird, but I do anyway. And (laughs) on her story... She was doing a ukulele cover of Weezer's "Say It Is Ain't Say." It oh Ain't wow! So. And it was so good, and I had to forward that to, like, like I said, we have these students that we have connections with, and one is my Weezer kid, and the stuff that she listens to just clicks with me, and I'm like, how do you know this? I've got some that have know some of these really obscure, and you know, we listen to between the three of us, listen to some really uh, obscure you know groups and so just the fact that she it just blew me away that that kid just all around oh man and yeah there's scenes in there that get me every time but these two uh, just and i don't know if they're still together because they were on again off again within the last year or so just worked really well um they did their chemistry is strong in that movie i didn't know they were ever dating though so that's a really cool pull Um, yeah. I'm I a Jenny love- Slate fan from Parks and Rec is where I first yeah. think I yeah, came you know across she was her. In it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I need to get through that because I'm trying to get through Supernatural. I'm trying to get through that. I'm she to- is a minor character on that show. She plays John Raffio's, um sister, and but when she's on, she is hilarious. But um, she is not. <laughs> she is. I I watched uh, recently a film with her called Landline. Uh, that's from I think 2017. That's really funny. It's on Amazon Prime. And um, she is in a movie I'll be watching this week um, called Aardvark that uh, she plays a psychologist um, who's working with Zachary Quinto's character and his brother, who's played by John Hamm. Uh, There's this very weird family drama, and it looks really compelling in the trailer. It's called Aardvark with two A's. Um, And I I just got a screener for it, so I'll be checking that out to review this week. Um, But I'm a fan of hers, and I thought she was great and gifted. I actually think... Gift is one of her most grounded performances um, because she's not being over-the-top silly, which she is in a lot of her other movies. But, uh, yeah, good good pull, Mike. I, I didn't even know about that one. I have seen that movie, though. So, boom. Check. <laughs> uh, and I also sec- saw your uh, number four, Scream movies. What was your number five? Uh, Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've already seen all three. So, boom. So all the rest are gravy if you get them. Yes, sir. Um, All right, Corey. It's my turn. Uh, I already went for my number two. It was Scream 2 through 4. You already went for your number two, which was That Thing You Do. So, Mike, guess what? We're back to you. (laughs) What's your number two? My number two. Okay, this was very close. This pick was very close to being my number one. I got bumped because of one of the people that comprises the couple in my number one spot. Seven has a very distinct spot in my memory because of the theater that ah. I watched it at. Um, it was 1995 uh, 
we'll get to the, the, the couple. Yeah, it's obvious who it is. Yeah. The theater is no longer around. It was dingy, sticky floored Lake Wales Theater. Oh, and it, yeah. And it's dark and dank and dingy environment made it feel as if you were in the it made you kind of feel dirty and dark and just the dead silence at the end after everything comes to fruition and you see what happens just added to i mean I've, i never had heard pin drop silence after a film the way i heard it after this and, and I, if i recall right i took a date which was i don't know if that's a, the best idea uh anyway sadly the only hopeful spot of the entire film ends up well i don't want to spoil it i mean it is what 23 years old yeah well we uh, do spoilers that, so i mean you're welcome that is it. true but so but, i mean i kind of ended it with you know what's in the box but brad pitt and gwyneth paltrow i thought they would last they did um, not of course of course he might have dodged a bullet with that because her whole goop thing yeah yeah <laughs> she's got a little cray yeah she seems real crazy, and then her uh, conscious uncoupling with her most recent oh God. B- bow. I can't. But um, Brad Pitt's had a lot of this, actually, though, right? Like his uh, dating his counterparts in movies. Um, Brad Pitt's been pretty notorious, although for a long while there he was with Angelina Jolie, uh, which easily could have been a pull. But um, and then I don't know if he and Jennifer Aniston ever acted together or not, but. They were obviously together famously for a while as well. They did act together on an episode of Friends, but this is top five movies, not top five TV shows. So um, I don't know if they ever did a movie together. Uh, but there you go. Um, that's Mike's number two, and I have seen seven, so I'm four for four. Uh, Corey, what what are your? You got to be close to this, right? I um I think that I have seen all four too. Ah, that this might be a first. I forgot to keep mark like keep. I usually keep track as we go, and I forgot until you're like, well, I'm three for three, and then I was, like, trying to remember. Yep, yep. That's why I had to ask about his number five, because I was like, I forgot what it was. But uh, let's go to my number one. And it's funny, because the number one is an actor I often say I'm not a fan of, but I I like him in certain roles. And I went with uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, (laughs) Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor. Uh, One, because I was a fan of Christine Taylor back on Hey Dude. Um, yeah. on Nickelodeon and so when her and Ben Stiller ended up together I was like oh wow I, I remember her on Hey Dude and um, she also plays Holly in The Wedding Singer which is a movie that I am a big fan of it's one of my favorite Adam Sandler films and uh, I love that I think her and Ben are still together if I'm not mistaken and they've been together for quite a while now and I, I love their interactions yeah it's easy to forget because um I think because you don't hear like drama stories about them. They're both, I mean, Ben Stiller's a much bigger star, I think, than Christine Taylor is at this point. But in Dodgeball, they have really funny interactions together because his character is the bad guy and he's trying to woo her and she's, you know, rejecting him at every turn. But it, it cracks me up um, so much in that. Uh, and then she makes him bleed his own blood. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite Ben Stiller performances. In fact, I love him in Dodgeball. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one. Um, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor. I, I, I you know, I went with um, them on honorable mention uh, for Zoolander. Yeah, see, I hate Zoolander. Mm. So, <laughs> but I, seen that one. I like this movie. So, um, a lot of people love Zoolander. I just, it just annoys me more than anything. And again. 
I'm not a huge Ben Stiller fan, so I only like him in very specific roles. I do tend to like him in dramatic roles, though, um, far more than his comedic roles. Like, I love Secret Life of Walter Mitty and uh, Brad Status from last year, which is available on Prime, and I highly recommend that you check it out. Um, but, all right, that's my number one. Uh, Corey, what do you have? Okay, so before I get to my number one, I just want to remind, uh, wish everyone a happy Rex Manning Day. Oh, snap. Do, do, do you know the trivia behind that? Which, mm. which part? There is some, uh, behind why they chose that day as Rex Manning Day. Oh, no. I feel... What? Mm. I just read I, it before we started. I feel like you're going to say it, and then I'm going to remember. Go ahead. Well, it, they said it on the date of Kurt Cobain's death. Oh, I because thought that Kurt Cobain died yesterday. That Well, maybe, see, maybe I'm misinformed because I, I was like, well... Yeah, you're right. Anyway, maybe that trivia information was wrong. Maybe I should have verified <laughs> my sources. Jeez, Mike. <laughs> it's the internet. Anyone can just, you know, go Although, in there. wait a minute. Although, wait a minute. Yeah. If he died yesterday, that would mean his death ushered, you know what I mean? It is related, and Rex Manning takes over <laughs> an image. So it sort of fit, I guess. Yeah, I, maybe. I love that movie so much, and I just want to cut him every time i think about him mm. Do you i don't know cut him i want to cut him because he's a d-bag yeah rex oh, okay, is a okay 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 not kurt cobain he's a jerk no uh, i'm but, talking about rex i don't know which couple this is so i'm very curious me yeah okay it's not about <laughs> that movie it's not about that movie oh. i was gonna wait until we were done with our list but then i was like no because then i'll forget okay so anyways my number one is winona again because uh. i love her even though she might be low-key crazy. And also, I want to put this out there. How dare you. I still love her, Mike. I love her through it all. But I'm really... I know she's... Apparently she's dating someone. But I really want her and David Harbour to get married in real life. Uh, I want her <laughs> and me to my, get married in real life. This oh. is my wish. So, anyway, there's that. Um, I went with Johnny Depp and Winona. Edward Scissorhands. Hey, uh, me too. Oh. Well, there you Look go, folks. That. Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder in Edward Scissorhands. In 2020, I hope that they do like a 30th anniversary screening so I can go and watch that movie on the big screen and feel really old. <laughs> but there we have it, guys. I well, I know I surely thought they'd last for the long haul, and sadly they didn't. And Johnny Depp has to live with a Wino Forever tattoo on his oh. arm. Um, this honestly seems to by default would have been my number one pick had I not forgotten about it. Oh. And you know I'm a huge Winona writer. I, since Lucas, and uh, I, I actually wished lots of uh, vendetta against Johnny Depp when they were together because I figured <laughs> that would win her uh, my side, but it didn't seem to have any sort of effect of any sort. Um, so I'm kind of sad about that. I'm well, sorry. I am a fan of Edward Scissorhands for sure. I actually don't think I realized they were together, although I, I do recall something now, but it was not something I was actively remembering while. And I never came across it in my research either, actually. So interesting uh, little detail. Most of what I was finding was like couples who started dating after they started in a movie together. Yeah. Like, I really had to dig. And then when I found stuff, it was like stuff that I haven't seen, which I don't. I have you guys both. You still have one more, don't you, Mike? Yeah, uh, you had it. This is oh. it. Number oh, I thought you said... 
Okay. Yeah, um, it, it did sound like you were saying you had something else because you said this normally would be your default, but you. It sounded like you I'd may for- have forgotten it, like completely. I'd forgotten it, and then it became. I was like, how could I not include this one? Yeah. <laughs> like so many of the movies that I did find, I have never seen. I don't watch a whole lot of comedies, and I feel like that's where a lot of, you know. Or like Melissa McCartney, McCarthy. I always say her name wrong, McCarthy. Oh yeah, and her I, and her husband uh, co-write a lot of their stuff. Yeah, and I guess he was in Bridesmaids. Yep, he's her. the he's the cop on the or the uh, on the airplane. The airplane the, cop, and then um, mm-hmm. I can't the air marshal, and then in uh, I think the one where she's the boss with Kristen Bell. I can't think of something. The boss. It might be just the boss. I think he has a small part in that as well. And then she has a Kristen new movie Bell coming out. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, uh, but then... Oh, go ahead. Oh, she has a new movie coming out that I know they co-wrote, and I think he plays um, a small part in that as well. That He tends to just do, like, little cameo appearances. Paid. But... I was gonna say that, like, Dax Shepard and, um... Oh, that's an honorable Kristen mention. Oh, Slow your roll, Corey. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I told you. Spoilers. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, it sounds like you guys are both done. Uh, Mike said his piece about Winona, and you were ready to to be done right after you said it, it sounded like. So let's move into honorable mentions. My first one is um, I actually have seen both of these movies, Chips and Hit and Run, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Um, In Hit and Run, they play a couple, but in Chips, uh, she is his soon-to-be ex-wife. And I found that really amusing because she's kind of awful to him. And it's definitely, you know, when you when you know they're together in real life. And I don't know. I follow both of them on Instagram and they are adorable. Yes. Uh, they, they are constantly like they were just at like some uh, Peaky Blinders like costume party. Yes, for, like, a premiere. That was so cool. It was so cool. And I, I'm a big fan. I just finished today, actually, uh, The Good Place season one, um, which is on Netflix. But season two just, I think, ended. Um, I'm a big fan of that show now. Kristen Bell is amazing. Um, and Dax, I mean, uh, Dax is an idiocracy, which I love. And Chips is not good, but Chips has some funny parts. And I'll, I'll give him credit. It definitely was entertaining, if nothing else. But um, I also have uh, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, and... Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively in a movie most people hate, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yep. I'm a fan of that movie, and they're still together. In fact, uh, I post, I wasn't sure if they were still together, and then I opened Instagram, and she had a picture of him on uh, her Instagram page, and I was like, oh, okay, they're still they're still good. So those are my honorable mentions. Uh, Corey, do you have any? Corey, your mic. <laughs> I'm sitting here typing my list, and I did it again. I have zero. Like I said, struggle bus real hard on this one. Ah, no honorable mentions for Corey. Mike? I have... I already mentioned one, but I'll say Christine Taylor and Ben Stiller and Zoolander, and I'll do my best Magnum Steel, whichever impression. You can't see it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I also went Michelle Williams and Heath Ledger in Brokeback Mountain. I wanted Ah. to include lists, but... I don't know why, because they're really, they're mm, just sad. Um, and Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. in Scooby-Doo. I almost had that one, yeah. Well, I just, I I wasn't a big fan of his. I loved her uh, during Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I follow, follow them both. And just, he he's grown on me a lot. Uh, I kind of grew up watching his dad uh, when he was alive prior to his suicide. That was a whole sad story. 
Um, but them together just seem yeah, so cool. A real long time. For a long too. while, yeah. And that's just so From, uh, I know what you did last summer, I believe they met. Oh my gosh, that could have been. Yeah, amazing. was that 97 or 98? It was right after Scream, so probably 97. Because it followed, it it tried to be like the next scream, and it just it didn't it did not. But ninety seven, yeah. But yeah, um, I considered them too, um, but I I didn't like the Scooby Doo movie, and so I was like, nah, I'm not gonna talk about it. I I get, I guess I would have gone. I know what you did last summer if I'd remembered it. I've seen. I remember seeing it at the theater. That's the crazy part of it. Well, and that's I was also unsure if that was before like. Did they get together before or after? And I was avoiding that on my list, so I would have had to go Scooby Doo, and I just can't. So, but um, I think, folks, that concludes our list. Um, we'd love to hear your favorite uh, couples. I'm sure we forgot some, or we maybe didn't even know about some. Um, you can email us at contact at burkreviews.com. That is contact at burkreviews.com. Uh, read our reviews at burkreviews.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Share and tell your friends to listen. We need all the support we can get, folks. Um, guys, do you have anything else to say? Uh, drive safely. Yes, please do. Yes. Um, and you can follow us on social medias. I'm at Burke Reviews. Corey? At Corey R. Star. And Mikey? At Server Monkey. And until next time, folks, thanks for listening. Keep watching movies. Yeah.